Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Yes. You're absolutely right. We are getting ready to announce uh, the anniversary of Transformation Talk Radio. That's coming. It's right around the corner. Um, the other thing I want to say is that, uh, you know, what our hearts go out to the family of Kobe Bryant. I mean, it, it, whenever you hear something like this, whether it's uh, somebody like Kobe Bryant or uh, somebody else, it just it's daunting. And Benny, I don't know, I was away for the weekend up in uh, Leavenworth, and uh, we stay at a place called Sleeping Lady. We've been doing it as a group for 24 years. I think we're coming up on our 25th anniversary. And uh, Kobe was just there, like three days ago. Yeah, um, he wasn't far from the Washington area a couple of weeks ago. He was visiting right. for his daughter and the basketball yep. situation. So. I mean, it's just obviously we 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 can't say it enough, and and it's a tragic event. It really is taken too young. He's 41. He's actually younger than me. Um, I remember him being drafted in '96 uh, to play mm -hmm. at the age of 17. You know, and he took on the greats. You know, like Michael Jordan and those guys. And it's mm -hmm. really a tragedy for him and his family. The other families, the pilot, everyone included. So mm -hmm. it's just, um, yeah. A friend of mine from L.A. texted me. Uh, just shortly after they got the news, and I'm like, no, I didn't hear anything. I'm kind of like with you on the weekend, this last weekend, yeah. kind of stepped away a little bit socially. And uh, she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, where'd you hear it from? So I got her sources and all that, and I looked. I'm like, there's no way. And sure enough, it had already been confirmed, and it's just, ugh. Hug, hug, hug all your ones, all the, hug the loved ones, get them closer, mm -hmm. and it, it can happen uh, all too quickly. Yeah, I mean, he flew... Uh, it, it, he made a promise to one of the 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 the, the young the young girls, right? Uh, the cashmere team made mm -hmm. made a, right. made a promise yep. Uh, yep. to Van Lilth, and uh, um, and and so to just see how promises mm -hmm. are kept, mm -hmm. and to see that you know boys and girls on a basketball team to see mm -hmm. them playing, you know, and then one of the greatest guards to ever, right. Mm -hmm. Stroll in with his daughter, Gigi, yeah. right. And our hearts go out. I mean, my gosh, uh, they just flew in on a private jet to watch, right. Uh, Haley, Haley Van Lip and the cashmere girls play. And when you think about that and you think about somebody of his status, that does that and to see the commitment and the promise and this beautiful picture that was taken right yeah when you see the pictures mm -hmm. and you see these girls and you see what this is like to give back 
it, it's it's just stunning and our hearts go out for everyone mm -hmm. hearts go out for the family yep. um we live in a world where i don't think we take enough time to stop for a minute and to just back up for a little bit and decide what's important to us and uh many people all over the world are in shock and our hearts do go out for the family um, you know, that's why I think today's show later on today uh, that you'll hear with Sarah Main and how she talks about what it means to have this timeless wisdom, you know, what those attributes are. And today's show with Dr. Susan Chomsky, you know, to talk about what it means to awaken our mind, our spirit and our intuition are so important in the world today. You know, so often we forget about what it means to be fully connected in today's world. You know, what does it mean to be fully connected? And, you know, it, the good news is for us that people are bringing the message out there. And, and this is the case with Dr. Susan, right? Dr. Susan Chomsky is the author of many books, and the book we're about to talk with her about is about third eye meditations. What do you do to awaken your mind, spirit, and intuition? And I, I think when you have somebody, as we're talking about Kobe Bryant, something awakened in him. When that happened, we don't know. But something awakened in him to enable him to be that person that comes forward and supports a level of sports for young girls and women is by far what we look at in the world today for each of us is how can we awaken ourselves so that each of us plays an important role. And today, that's what it's about. You know, for many of you, you know who Dr. Susan is. Her life has been dedicated to people to help them take control, you know, to be highly effective, to be powerful, to be positive. She is a best-selling author of, it's got to be close to 20 books, um, but more importantly, she is out in the world as a spiritual teacher, as an award-winning author, you know, as the founder of Divine Revelation. She is out in the world, and despite the criticism that she may have taken in her life, despite the studying that she has done, despite the challenges, despite the obstacles, you know, this year of 2020 is not just about showing up as other years have been, suit up and show up. It's not that. Is as we like to say on the new show that I'm doing, you've got to power up in 2020. You have got to power up in 2020. And you're going to hear why from Dr. Susan Chomsky-Estra, why we all have to power up. What is happening with the planets? What is happening energetically? Why are things being turned upside down and then made right-sided again? Wow. Dr. Susan, it's great to have you. Oh, I'm so excited to be here with you today, Pat. I got to start off with this. People have asked me, how do you want to talk about 2020 this year, Pat? And what happened, Susan, is it started last year with us. Not early in the year, but sort of later, I want to say maybe the fourth quarter, maybe a little sooner, but definitely the fourth quarter. And I even started a new show outside of the Dr. Pat show, which is called Power Up with Dr. Pat because of the energy. So I want to ask you, here we are talking about third eye meditations, awakening the mind. How do you describe the energy of 2020 
And, you know, the fact that your book is out here in 2020, how do you define it? What are you seeing? What are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling for 2020 that we're coming into a new awareness of spirituality, that the world is awakening even more acutely to to question why are we here? What are we doing? What are the real values that we need to focus on? Because people have been walking around sleepwalking, kind of mm. in a wake, waking dream, not really asking those deep questions, so busy with their phones and with their social media and all of that, but not really getting to the core of the matter. Why are we here? What is our purpose? What are we doing here? I think that people are going to wake up to environmentalism this year, that they're going to be more acutely aware of the fact that we have to do something urgently about this planet or it's just not going to be sustainable. Yeah. And this is the most vital, vital, absolute, urgent thing that we have to focus on for 2020. You know, it's interesting we're here today and we're talking about this for a lot of reasons. I got asked a question not too long ago uh, about what do I think about those questions? Why are we here? Right. Why are we here? What are what is our purpose? Basically, those are the fundamental questions. And out of my mouth came something interesting, Susan. And, and, And I said, huh, you know, those are questions I've heard Deepak Chopra ask. Dr. Susan Chomsky asked, I said, here's the question that I'm grappling with. What the heck is the here we're talking about in those questions? What is the here here? Uh, And, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden, I'm like, what are we talking about? What is the here here in 2020? And the reason I think I came to that, and I'd love to talk to you about it, because you address some of this in your book, is those questions if we don't address them in the context of the time we're living in, right? The moment we're living in, then we are gonna struggle in this world of doing nothing in a world that needs us to do something. What do you think about that? Oh, I love what you just said because the reality is that every person has a mission, has a purpose, there's a reason why we were incarnated into this form that we're living in right now. And every one of us can discover that divine purpose. It is possible for us to figure out, you know, why were we born? What, what's the reason? And, and, and what can we do to contribute to this planet? Because every person on this planet is here for a specific reason. And we do have something to do. And we can choose to do it or we can choose not to do it. But in any case, we are valuable. Every person is precious. Everyone is like a precious flower in the garden of God. And it's important for us to value ourselves enough to say, hey, uh, maybe I should do something about this. Maybe... There's something that I can contribute to this planet. Maybe I have importance here. So, you know, every one of us is so precious 
and we do have a purpose. Yeah. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is the book and this idea of awaken your mind, right? Spirit and intuition. Here's what I've come to. I don't know if you heard me talk about the fact I was away this weekend, you know, with 20 of my friends, right? And the group numbers change from year to year. Sometimes there's 20, 30, 40. We've been doing it. We figured out we must be coming up on our 25th year. Every year we go to the same place, same group of people. The group is gone every year. It is the most beautiful meditative place, Sleeping Lady over in Leavenworth, right? At least for me, my soul. And I was reading your book. And here's what I was struck by. Something happened to us. You describe yourselves as a hippie flower child, right? So you must have, did, what did you live in, California? Did I did. Live? I lived in the San Francisco Bay Area that's it. Dur that's during it. the time of the summer of love. And yeah, that's right. And that's that was right. all happening. <laughs> that's right. So here I am, right? I'm same like you, but I'm on the opposite coast. Yeah. And I'm in New York. Mm -hmm. we're, we're both, you know, like the hippie kids with the long hair and the leather headband. Totally. I had like a 61 Volkswagen Beetle, right? The oh. whole thing, right? <laughs> so did I. I right? had a 62. <laughs> oh, that's it, right? What color, were, what color were yours? Mine was green. <laughs> Mine was red. This is perfect for what we're going to talk about now. This oh, is perfect. Yeah. So here you are in your green Beetle. Here I am in my red Beetle. I'm the Woodstock kid, right? Yeah. I'm that kid back there. <laughs> but the activism on the East Coast was different than the activism on the West Coast. However, it was activism. And, I, and this is what I want to ask you about. Because people still ask the question, Dr. Susan, they still ask the question, ah, that meditation, why do I meditate? But I got to tell you, I think meditation was created. Now, I don't know. Maybe you can educate us about this. But I think it was created especially for the days and the times we live in. Because we're not going to take an LSD trip or we're not going to try to explore and do some of the studies that were done in New York with this, right? Right. But, but we still need to shut out the noise, don't we? It is more vital than ever for people to learn how to calm themselves down, how to center themselves, how to become more attuned to their true nature, how to get in touch with who they really are, how to develop and express their true uh, purpose, how to develop and express their true talents. More than ever, it is vital because uh, people are so taken by celebrity and and by uh, idols that they worship in the world rather than developing themselves. And self-development is the most important thing for us to focus on because, as I was saying earlier, we have something to do while we're walking around on this planet. And that something isn't just to open up our phone and look at cat videos here's what i want to ask you i'm reading through your book and what i've discovered is that we now live in a world of technology 
where my meditation, I get through my phone, through my app. There's no reason for me not to stop for a minute. But there are some things you've outlined in the book where people believe certain things about meditation that are not true. The number one thing I hear about meditation is that one, it requires it requires tremendous skill and discipline. Let's start the conversation about this because I really want to open this up for folks today so that they can find a way to not just quiet their mind, but to bring the inspiration that is authentically theirs to the forefront. What are some of the other things that people have said about meditation that hold them back? Well, yeah, people believe that meditation is very mysterious and intangible and that it's impractical. But in fact, it is the most practical way to experience deep relaxation and mental and emotional equanimity. It takes the mind into that state of deep quietude. It settles the mind down to a state of contentment. Um, So people can meditate. Uh, People think that meditation is something weird and woo-woo that only hippies from California do. But the reality is that people from all walks of life are meditating. Uh, They're meditating even in the corporations. They're bringing in meditation teachers for people to learn. And people think that it's difficult to meditate, that it's hard, bordering on impossible. And the reality is that if you try to concentrate or strain or blank your mind, yes, you'll find meditation difficult and even unattainable. However, that's really not meditation. Mm. Uh, Meditation is something that's effortless and relaxing. So if you're straining to concentrate and all of that, you're not meditating because meditation does not require tremendous skill or discipline. It's very easy to do. And it's really important for us to do that. We think we don't have time for it, but in fact, we had better make time for it because otherwise We'll be stressed, we'll have heart disease, we'll have all kinds of difficulties in our life if we're not, if we don't know how to settle down and relax. Well, here's something that I think uh, our listeners and certainly Benny will take note of. And I want to talk about this. You know, I don't know if you've noticed this about me a little bit, um, but. I have one foot in the world that we're talking about now, and I have another foot in the mainstream pop culture world. I've always done that my entire life. I've always had one foot in at least two worlds. Probably, you know, I'm probably astro traveling someplace else. I don't know, Dr. Susan. I don't know what that, but but definitely that has been the story of my life, right? So I find it interesting. Here we are talking about a number of different things. And I think you heard me talk about Kobe Bryant. But there's a couple things I want to mention today that I find absolutely interesting, stunning, fun. You could have called it if you live in the world that you and I live in. But did you ever think in a million years Right. Here's the question. Now, I know I did, but a lot of people are like, nah, you probably didn't think this. 
But did you ever think in a million years that we would have a Grammy Award presentation last night and that we would have an artist emerge, right? Now, clearly, I want to give a shout out to John Legend, of course. Great, great Grammy. Good, good job, John. But the artist that won, here's the thing. When I heard the name of her album, like when the album came out, you hear the name of the album and you think to yourself, wow, this is kind of interesting. Wow, this is, who is this young artist? And you start to look at what the message seems to be, right? And you start to think about, well, well, is this artist going to stand a chance? You know, is it going to, is she, is she going to stand a chance? So when you hear this album, you ready? Here's what it is. This is something I know you have contemplated, Dr. Susan, and I have contemplated. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Now, this is your Grammy winner. <laughs> this is the youngest person to ever win a Grammy. She cleaned up. <laughs> she sure did. Like four or five of them with the album, Where Do We Fall Asleep? Right? When we fall asleep, where do we go? Do you think we're starting to wake up here a little bit, Dr. Susan? What do you make of that? And aren't we really talking about you know, having this bridge being drawn between pop culture and the things in your book. I mean, it's not like, it's not even alternative anymore. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked when I heard her sing at the Grammys last night. And I'm thinking, here's this beautiful young thing. And she's singing so quietly. Yeah. And she's bringing everyone to a state of stillness. Yes. This is not banging rock and roll. This is not rap. This is not anything that you think of when you think of pop culture today. This is quietude. And she's bringing everyone into this state of equilibrium, into this state of complete silence. And really, that is amazing that, yes, people are giving her acknowledgement. Yes, she's winning all the awards. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And, you know, let's talk about it from your book, Third Eye Meditations, Awaken Your Mind, Spirit, and Intuition. And I want to talk about this a little bit before we go to break. And then I want to make sure folks know how to get a copy of your book. I re read your book. And what I was so thrilled about is you take us on a journey that allows people to experience this as we did in the quiet of the music from this amazing artist, right? Yeah. But you talk about in your book, the light of spirit motivates and moves you. I'm reading from your book. The light of spirit motivates and moves you in the direction of your highest good. And you are on fire making the most of every day in powerful, positive ways. And see, this is the way you're guiding us through the book. You're telling us, right? Now take a few moments to dwell in the silence. But then you take us to this place of divine light radiance. I think this is the difference in our understanding, Dr. Susan, between what we thought meditation was and the way you're describing meditation today. You're describing it as an active, active action 
notion of the mind, aren't you? Exactly. I'm so glad that you realize that. That meditation doesn't have to be sitting in a cave and chant or chanting om or trying to blank out the mind or any of that. That true meditation is to enliven the mind, to bring greater creativity into our awareness, to experience ecstasy, to experience that beauteous light that is so radiant and powerful, to experience divine love, which is so comforting and which brings us so much solace and which brings us back to our center, which brings us back to that place of balance and equanimity and equilibrium. And, you know, everything that I teach is based upon one thing, and that is ask and it shall be given unto you. Mm. So the entire book, uh, Third Eye Meditations that we're talking about today, it's, it's a book of asking and receiving. The whole thing is ask, 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 ask. But the way of asking is not the way of begging. It's a way of claiming. It's a way of standing in your power. It's a way of becoming your true self. And I think that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. We also, Benny, have three copies of the book to give away when we come back. We're also going to talk with Dr. Susan Chomsky about what, what does it mean to prepare ourselves so that the open doorway can be revealed to us. The open doorway of wh whatever that is we want whether that is meaningful relationships, whether that is authentic life, whether that is health and energy. And this is all in the book. I love this. Whether that is meaningful abundance, whether that is real power and true success, my favorite word for 2020 is not empowerment. It is power. We're going to talk about this. Real power. I love the way this book is written because this is not a book if you want to stay on your couch, this is a book. If you want to awaken and do great things in the world to help others awaken, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Tune in to the truth is funny with Colette Stefan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on transformation talk This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the higher self network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit the truth is we remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The power of inspiration and awakening radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. 
For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Oh, Benny, thank you. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. It's so great to have you tune us in and turn us on. Here, Here's the message that my sense is of this year, and we see it. Uh, congratulations, I want to say, to Susan for this fabulous book. I also want to congratulate some of our hosts. Sarah Main's book is going to be released on Friday. And when I think about a book that is on a timeless Sanskrit and how it's relevant. And now I'm talking with Susan about a book that's not just about meditation as many, many other books have been about, but it's like, why meditate? There's a reason. There's something to be called into action. And that's what this book is about, Third Eye Meditation. And and, and it isn't just a book on why. It's a book on why, how, who, where, and what. And we're going to be talking about the why and the what in a minute. But Susan, before we do, how can people find out about your book? How can they find out about your work? Because that's cool. Uh, yeah, thank you, Dr. Pat. Uh, my website is drsusan.org, drsusan.org, or uh, also another website, divinetravels.com. That's plural on the travels, divinetravels.com. And the books are available, all my books. I have 17 books in print, in English. I have 34 foreign books. They're all available um, wherever you buy books, on Amazon, on Target, on Barnes & Noble, on, uh, in, in your local bookstores, everywhere. Uh, uh, congratulations. I don't know why I never got to interview you on Maharishi and me. I don't know what the heck happened with that. Oh, but well, we can do that sometime. <laughs> better be able to do that. Are you kidding us, 60s girl? You got to be kidding. Yeah, let's what do it. What the heck happened with that? Um, yeah. But we can talk about it because it is a time for Maharishi. It is that time. Mm-hmm. I think it is that time. You know, yeah. it is that time for, I, I pulled out an interview that I did not to, uh, when I first started with Yoko Ono. Oh. And 
Yeah. And a person like me with a brand new show should, it's unheard of to, to have somebody like me say, I want to interview Yoko Ono and actually do it. Right. It's like, what? Yeah. But I'm really reminded by that interview about what we're talking about today. And, And I must admit, we're a little slow to catch up, but I don't think that people have talked about what the awakening is quite the way you are today with your book and we are we are doing right now. And I want to make sure, Benny, let's give out copies of the book, 1-800-930-2819. We have three copies. Say hi to Mr. Benny, 1-800-930-2819. This isn't just a book, Dr. Susan, about, yeah, meditation is great. It's about meditation is great, but it's also a pillar of inner strength. It allows us to express that. Take us on a journey of the book about why, yes, it can be learned, but there's an end game. There's something in it for you. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This book is a collection of guided meditations and other practices for you to do. This is a this is a book of action. It's not a book of of. Non-action is not a book of passivity. This is a book of opening the doorway to all that you can become. And and if we just look at the appendix, I mean, the chapter titles, you know, opening the doorway to infinite consciousness, to guided meditation, to divine love and light, to forgiveness and gratitude, to inner strength and protection, to inner peace and contentment. But then it goes on to action in the world, opening the doorway to meaningful relationships, to a purposeful, authentic life, to health and energy, to meaningful abundance, to real power and true success, to universal love. And then it goes even further into how can we change the world through meditation, open the doorway to ecological balance, to world peace to intuition and wisdom, to wholeness and oneness, to spiritual lifting, and finally open the doorway to ascension. So it does take us on a journey of self-development, of our contribution to the world, and then finally us really realizing the self, realizing true spiritual awakening, true spiritual enlightenment. And it's done through these guided meditations. It just takes you through each meditation step by step. You don't have to be an expert or have any skill whatsoever in meditation. If you think that uh, meditation is too hard or that you can't do it or that you're too old or any of these things, just put all of that aside and just do the exercises one by one going through the book. And I don't even want to call them exercises. It's more like blissercises. I mean, it's more like experience the bliss on every level. It's so marvelous. It's so enchanting. It's, it's, it's like nectar to go through these meditations and experience the, these ecstatic states of consciousness. And I think that's really what we're talking about today is that we are here in a world that we have learned how to speed things up, right? The pace by which we're living, we have learned that. So the tools that we once talked about in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, those tools that were created, 
were not meant for the world that we're living in, but but could be adapted to them. And I think that's what we're talking about, this giant awakening adaptogen. That's my favorite word, adaptogen, by the way. <laughs> it, it, it is this thing that allows us to take tools that work in any environment for any situation and bring them forward and say, yeah, well, what if meditation was created for the world we're living in today and the world will be living in 20 years from now? What if that was a vision and an insight that was given to us that would enable us to be absolutely at the highest optimal performance that we could be, but not by matching the energy, but by quieting the energy within us so that we could find an optimum way of being here in this moment? Exactly, Dr. Pat. That's expressed so beautifully. It's very, very true. Yes. What would you say as you wrote this book? What did you say or in, and feel for yourself when you decided to create a book that talked about opening the doorway? And I want to talk about opening the doorway because I found it so perfect. And then I got to the chapter 11 where Oh my gosh. Wow. I love that you're opening the doorway to real power and true success. Because a lot of times we talk about meditation and we don't talk about success. We don't talk about real power. We don't talk about money. We don't talk about that. We kind of leave it off. Why was this so important? And by the way, I want to talk about the affirmations you put in here. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, meditation is not about rejecting the world. It's not about sitting in your on your bed or sitting in a cave somewhere and doing nothing. True meditation is about developing your creative expression and going into the world and using that to transform yourself and to transform others in a powerful positive ways so when we talk about opening these doorways and then opening the doorway to real power and true success we're talking about self-empowerment we're talking about the the real success which is not necessarily measured in dollars and cents which is measured by our integrity by developing who we really are and showing up in the world with that inner power so that we can be most effective. And in, in this chapter 11, expressing your true self, I'll just read this or actually yes, just please. say this affirmation. Yep. Um, I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I am the expression of my true nature of being. I am powerful, strong, and mighty. And I walk my own pathway with conviction in my purpose. I fulfill my destiny. And it goes on from there. And that's just the first part of that affirmation. But the, the book is not only filled with guided meditations that take you into deeper and deeper states of consciousness. It's also filled with affirmations that you can use and speak, which transforms your life instantly. 
I'm making a big statement. I know a big, bold statement, transform your life instantly. But in fact, these affirmations are so powerful that they do indeed, if you use them, if you say them, uh, they do transform your life instantly, very, very positively. And all the negative beliefs and the old crud that we've been hanging on to for so long it just disappears when we make statements that are positive and powerful and that change us instantly. Hmm. You know, I think when I think about this, I think about how people describe a level of, uh, what is the word? Becoming immobilized, right? Um, becoming um, what we say when we say paralyzed, right? Right. That's the language, paralyzed, Yeah, you know, in expressing myself. I don't have a way to do that. Um, I would love to hear you talk a bit about the reason that we don't have a way to do it is that we are so bombarded with data and information. And it's not that we don't know how to process it or we're not smart mm -hmm. enough. It's that the magnitude by which we are taking information in, voluntarily, by the way, right, Mm -hmm. I mean, you you don't have to watch uh, the impeachment trials if you don't want, but want to, or you don't have to watch something on television. Or you don't have to watch the Grammys or listen to, you, you know, uh, songs per perhaps that you don't want to, but we all do. We feel this, com com you know, we feel compelled to not be shut out, even if what we're watching could cause a disturbance. But the question really is, if we do take it in. How do we find our way out of it? And, you know, it is funny because there actually is a Billie Eilish song that is about the monster under the bed, right? Uh, and, and it's one of the tracks. It's, it's called Bury a Friend. And the track isn't like about, like, it's about the idea of having a monster under our bed, right? That we become addicted to at some level, you know, that we... We become that thing that scares us that's under our bed. You know, we become that monster, right? We become mm -hmm. our own worst enemy. I think yeah. that's, and now, you know, if you guys want to email me about this, this is my interpretation of this song, right? That <laughs> I might be the monster under your bed too, right? Yeah. But this is data. This is the world we live in. We are creating the monster under our bed. But don't you help us with that. Don't you help us either bury that monster or befriend it in some way so that we don't let it get in the way of who we've truly meant to become? Well, the important thing, Dr. Pat, is to r recognize and realize that the monster exists, yep. first of all. That's number one. Yep. And to not shut ourselves away from that, not to not close our eyes to that reality. And then number two, what do we do about that? Do mm -hmm. we just, are we as a victim to that? Have we become a victim because uh, there's this monstrous energy within us or around us that we don't know what to do with? I mean, are we the victim or can we actually take steps to remove that negative energy? Can we take steps to change that, to transmute it into something powerful and positive? Can we transmute it into uh, inner power? Can we transmute it into inner strength? Can we use that 
to become even more uh, of who we are. So yes, uh, the great thing about my book, Third Eye Meditations, is that you can use these very simple practices to transform instantly. So if you notice that, oh my gosh, yeah, I've been in a funk for 10 days. What? <laughs> what? Uh, let me just go and there, there's, wasn't there a book about ch changing <laughs> my, my perception and changing my mind? And it, wasn't there a way for me to transform through using guided meditation and affirmation and mantras? And that book is called Third Eye Meditations. Hey, maybe I should open up one of these chapters here. I'll look in the appendix and see, you know, how do I, let's see here, we have um, opening the doorway to forgiveness and gratitude. How about yeah. that? Or let's open the doorway to, um, to real power and success, to wholeness and oneness, to spiritual lifting. Maybe we can get out of this funk by using some of these methods in this book. And one of the things that 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 I want to just really, uh, you know, call to. And by the way, uh, thank you all for calling in for the books. Thank you so so much for doing that. Um, I, and thank you, uh, Dr. Susan, for your generous gift here and paying this forward. Um, I want to talk about one thing that seems to be not talked about, and you have it in your book. And I, I, it was one of my things to remember, look, if we have a few minutes, go back and ask Dr. Susan about. And it is the freedom from pain. I want to talk about this because the latest studies now show in our country, we are the highest anxiety uh, society around now. We've made it to the top of the list. Oh, and great. The level, I know. It's like a super award, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we've arrived. And, and yet more and more studies now talk about the degree of pain we are experiencing at an emotional level, a mental level, a spiritual level, right? And a physical level, right? It's always been about the physical pain, but now these other levels are now being recognized. Tell us about why freedom from pain has made it in your book. Uh, the thing is that um, I'm glad to hear that these other levels of pain are being acknowledged and recognized. Yeah. Because, indeed, physical pain usually has some underlying cause. There's always a cause behind the cause behind the cause of any manifestation of pain, of any disease, of anything that is amiss. There's always the underlying deep cause behind that. And it's important for us to uh, to realize, to recognize, first of all, that we are in pain and to not hide our head in the, in the sand and think, oh, maybe it'll just go away by itself, but to recognize that that, that pain uh, is, it's like a, uh, it's like a sign, it's like a, it's telling us something. It's like a, a flashing light. <laughs> Yeah. And that we should. It's like a siren. It's yeah, like a siren, a siren in New York right. City. It, exactly. it, you know what I'm saying? That's how bright it is. But even in New York City, you can acclimate to that siren and never hear it. But it is so loud. It is flashing. And yet here we are. Right. So it's important for us to 
pay attention, yes, there's a siren going on. And if we don't do anything about it, if we just ignore it, that eventually can turn into an actual physical disease. And so it's a good idea for us to try to nip these problems in the bud and to eliminate these causes, these deep causes that bring us to a state of illness and disease. So uh, in the book, Third Eye Meditations, there's so many uh, methods uh, that can help you to achieve greater health and well-being, greater equanimity, and eliminate this hyper-anxious state that you were discussing. Uh, That's why it is so essential that we learn these methods that we learn how to meditate and that we practice it, not just, oh, you know, I took a class on it, but actually every day in everyday life using it. By the way, there is an audio book to this third eye meditations that I highly recommend because it's most uh, essential to do the meditations with your eyes closed and you can't be reading a book. (laughs) Right. I'm you're meditating. So either record these meditations onto a device or get the audio book so that you can actually practice them with your eyes closed, which does help uh, if it's a deep meditation. If it's affirmations and mantras and that sort of thing, yeah, you can just read that out of the book. In fact, you can read the meditations too, and it will have a positive effect, but it'll have even a deeper effect if you listen to them. So reducing anxiety, huge, huge, huge thing. We need to pay attention to that. We need to let go of this hyperactive state that everybody is in, this continual flight and flight, flight and fight response that we're all in, this adrenaline thing that we're constantly in, which has never been in the case, uh, has never existed in humanity before now. Uh, it wasn't like this. I mean, certainly centuries ago, people were not in this kind of hyper hyper-anxious state all the time. So meditation is the cure. I, I truly believe it. And, and it's been proven scientifically to reduce anxiety, to reduce hypertension, to reduce heart disease. I mean, meditation has been proven through so many scientific studies to take your pulse rate down, to take your heart rate down, to take your anxiety level down, the skin resistance increasing and so on. So these actual scientific studies have proven that meditation reduces anxiety. So why not practice it? Well, I mean, this and much more is what we're talking about. But I think the thing that, you know, folks will get when they read your book as well, is what they will get is they will get, um, you know, the, 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 what we like to call the famous serum that will help them overcome, overturn whatever is going on that is impeding or impairing their ability to be their true selves. And that is, for me, when I think about it from, you know, from if we take the illness and dis-ease model, you know, we're looking at an inability to be our true selves because we're so baffled and confused by who to become by the outside world. And I think that's what we're saying here is, you know, we get to participate 
in a practice that will allow us to not only just explore our true selves, but actually become that which we were always meant to be. Um, and I want to thank you for doing that. And Susan, one more time, how can people get a copy of the book and how can they find out more about you? Okay, thank you, uh, Dr. Pat. And the book's called Third Eye Meditations and it's available anywhere you buy books. Amazon, of course, is probably the least expensive way to get it. And my website is, doc I have two websites, drsusan.org and divinetravels.com. Dot com. That's drsusan.org and Divine Travels, plural, on the travels.com. Thank you so much. One last question. What's your personal message, Dr. Susan? What would you like to leave us with today? Well, the most important thing, the reason why we are in this body at this time is for us to realize and develop our true self. So don't waste time on frivolous things. I mean, it's nice to have fun and all that. But really focus on why you're here, what your purpose is, and begin to express who you really are in a joyful and ecstatic way. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Susan Chomsky, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. And look, this is about living in the world we live in and not sacrificing who we have ever, ever meant to be. This is about accelerating, expanding, acknowledging, awakening, and embracing. Third Eye Meditations, Awaken Your Mind, Spirit, and Intuition. Dr. Susan Chomsky, I'm Dr. Pat. And by the way, stay tuned. As I mentioned, you're going to get to hear from Sarah Main, Unconscious Confidence, and really a connection to why it is that all of us must step forward in a world of consciousness, awareness, and action. We'll see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.